This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Miller Young, your host. Pitbull mixes. They're loved, they're hated, they're misunderstood. This is about dogs that look a certain way. And boy, do these guys need help. If you haven't read any of my stories on pit mixes, how years ago they were called the nanny dog for how wonderful they were with kids and America's family dog for their friendly disposition, you may not know that I'm a fan. My husband and I have rescued pits. And our experience has been very positive. All of the dogs we rescued and got to know so well were wonderful. But some people haven't had good experiences or are afraid by what they've read in the media. And I respect that. But please know this. There is no science to support that pit bull mixes are any more aggressive than any other dog. The thing they are is very strong and very trusting. So they've been used by some bad people for some very bad things. And like with any other breed or mix, there are those whose bad, scary life experiences have made them untrusting of humans or fear aggressive or just plain angry. But things are getting better. More people are learning you can't lump all dogs who look a certain way into a pile and call them bad. Breed-specific legislation is being overturned around the country. And my guest today is a voice for change through his beautiful photographs. He's just released a coffee table book called The Big Book of Pitbull Headshots from Hollywood, and it's wonderful. So if you want to smile, stick around. We'll take a short break from our sponsor, and when we return, we'll meet Hollywood commercial photographer Peter Michelena and find out how this book came about and hear some wonderful stories, quirky tidbits about the dogs who modeled for him. So grab that favorite beverage, get comfortable, and we'll be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio, and I'm Jody Miller Young. If you've just joined, Peter Michelena is a commercial photographer in Hollywood. He's hired to shoot headshots for actors and models. Peter is also a dog parent of a pit bull mix named Daisy. And it was Daisy who inspired his new coffee table book, The Big Book of Pitbull Headshots from Hollywood. Hey, Peter. Thank you for coming on the show. Hey, Jody. Thanks so much for having me. I know that title's a mouthful, huh? It is, but I love it. And it makes total sense for what you do. So it's all good. Great. Um, I thought so, too. Yeah. I actually love how you took your passion and your career 
and extended it into creating something for good. And I know Daisy inspired it. Tell us how she did. Well, I rescued Daisy actually from the street. I was on my way back from San Francisco with my girlfriend, and we saw these two little dogs running along the side of the road. One had a big chain around its neck, and so we had to stop, and they jumped right in the car. They were all covered in grime, and we figured, well, we'll bring them back to L.A. with us, and we're sure to find someone you know, to take them. There's so many mm. rescues and things like that. Neither one of us really had any previous experience with this breed of dog. Come to find out when we got back that there were so many of these dogs that, that needed rescuing. So we decided, even though we weren't able to, at the time, keep them in the apartment that we were in, we figured out a way to foster Daisy. She, the other dog that was with her was her puppy, who was adopted right away. It was mm -hmm. a 16-week-old male brindle and just gorgeous little dog. He got adopted right away. But Daisy was a year old. She's black. And, you know, there were just no takers for a dog like that. So we mm -hmm. kept her. And it was the best thing we ever did because Daisy has turned out to be the most loving, gentle, and playful dog you could ever want. And as I, as, you know, time went on, I, I realized that people were really afraid of just the sight of her. So I wanted to do something that would help people to understand and know them the way I know them as being, you know, just wonderful pets. So I thought, hmm, you know what, I'm going to do some headshots of Daisy uh, and just post them online to see what kind of a response I would get. And the response was amazing. Immediately, I was getting people emailing me and, and texting me and and uh, tagging, wanting to have me do headshots of their rescued pit bulls. Um, <laughs> Wonderful. That was my light bulb moment. And I said, aha, I know what I'm going to do. And I, at first, it was just going to be a series of photographs, you know, to promote pit bull positivity and pit bull awareness. And soon I realized, you know what, I'm going to do a book because that would be a lasting Thing of value in a world where everything is so you know disposable instagram it's here today gone tomorrow but a book is something that you can hold and have and share in a way that i felt would really be a lasting tribute to these dogs so that's how the idea started and the book is beautiful and these photographs are wonderful peter you see every size shape color smiley expression that you can imagine on these dogs. And um, it's just, it's inspiring and it makes me smile. You'll see photos of some of these dogs on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. So definitely, you know, check it out while you're listening. Peter, you shot close to 200 Pitbull mixes for this book. You met a lot of dog parents. Did you notice any common denominator about the dogs and or their owners? Well, I did notice that they were all very much into supporting this new wave of pit bull advocacy. They were all trying to, you know, make a dent in the huge number of dogs that languish in shelters all over our country. And uh, so they all had very sort of philanthropic or, you know, wanting to try and do their part to help break the harmful stereotypes. Mm -hmm. And I was also great because there was this organization that was very instrumental in helping spread the word called Los Angeles Responsible Pitbull Owners. They go by the acronym LARPO and they 
do training for pit bull owners. And that's a very important aspect of being a pit bull owner is training the dog because, you know, pit bulls more than, you know, almost any other breed, they want to please you. They want to know what to do. They want to be told what to do. And so I, it was great because I was able to refer a lot of these pit bull owners to LARPO who then would go and take the classes and become even better pit bull parents. Absolutely. And these are big, solid, you know, 100% muscle dogs, you know, 60 pounds, 70 pounds, some more. So anytime you have a big dog, all dogs need training, but big dogs especially make the, you know, pet owner and, you know, everyone around them happier. So that's a really great point. Talking about rescues, there were a few involved in this book. Tell us about them. So I fostered Daisy through Karma Rescue, which used to have a uh, place on the west side of Los Angeles, and they were amazing. They helped me to with training and understanding how to be a good pit bull parent, and um, and then I discovered Angel City Pits, which is another great Los Angeles rescue. There's also Best Friends NKLA and Downtown Dog Rescue, and of course uh, LARPO is another organization that I support with this project. That's great. And it's wonderful that you had the support of them to get the word out for you about the book too, because again, all the positive messages that people can spread about pit mixes, you know, it all helps. So it's fantastic. One of the things that I loved is you shared with me some sort of funny, wonderful tidbits about some of these dogs, like Manny, for example, whose full name is inspired by someone famous. That's right. His name is Manny P. Wiggles, and the P is for Manny Pacquiao. Big boxing fans, this uh, yeah. keeper, and, um, and Manny's a big boy, so it was a, it was a great fit for him. And does he wiggle? He wiggled. <laughs> he wiggles plenty. <laughs> now, it's Hollywood after all, and Bo has a celeb daddy. That's right. We had two Bows in the book, but this one Bo, was, uh, the, his daddy was Glenn Big Baby Davis, the former Celtic world champion, and also he played for the Clippers for a time. Wow. So he came with his dog, obviously, and you got to meet him. Yeah, he was actually downstairs at the barber shop getting his hair done, <laughs> and he had his puppy with him. And I oh, saw it and I said, oh my gosh, you have to bring him upstairs. I'm doing, he, this was right when I was in the middle of doing all the photo shoots and I just had a quick, you know, break between other dogs coming. So it worked out perfectly. Oh, that's wonderful. You see, you never know. Never yep. know what's around the corner. Um, Biggie is an Instagram star with over 30,000 followers and a name inspired by an icon. Yep. He's actually part pit bull, part basset hound. So he's what they call a low rider. And his owners, um, his Instagram, by the way, is rat snoot, R-A-T-S-N-O-O-T, if you want to follow <laughs> them. And they have some of the funniest pictures of this guy. He's, he is hilarious. But he was named after Biggie Smalls and That's the rapper. And they call him the Lotorious <laughs> B-I-G. <laughs> and uh, he also, his other nickname is Log. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> we have to check that out. Say their Instagram one more time. Rat, R-A-T, Snoot, S-N-O-O-T. 
definitely going to check that out. And then there's Gozer. Gozer was named after an iconic film, and his bud Meta also has a funny name. Yes, Gozer was one of the monsters in the original Ghostbusters movie, and Gozer's full name, Gozer the Destructor, came in with another dog with a funny name, Meta, which is short for Meta World Poop, after the basketball player Meta World Peace. I'm telling you, some of the names <laughs> that you come up with are hilarious. They really are, but I love that. Very creative. So we're going to take a short break from our sponsor, but when we come back, we're going to learn about Peter's life as a celebrity photographer in LA, and you'll find out where you can get your hands on one of his beautiful books. So don't go away. Refresh that beverage. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com slash dogs now. That's myalphacbd.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Miller Young. Peter Michelena is a celebrity photographer in LA who is dad to Pitbull Mix Daisy. His new coffee table book, The Big Book of Pitbull Headshots from Hollywood, is a wonderful pictorial of over 100, closer to 200 Pitbull mixes he photographed in his studio. Peter, you told us how Daisy came into your life, and it sounds like really just kismet. And I love that she turned out to be such an important part of your life and is doing something so wonderful with you. But you also have a really interesting career in L.A. You said you you shoot headshots as sort of the mainstay of your business, but are you also doing other things now? Yes. In addition to doing headshots for actors primarily and some models um, through my business Headshots Melrose, um, I also have a studio called Melrose Light Space, a 2,000-square-foot mixed-use um, daylight studio overlooking Melrose Avenue, which I uh, rent out to other photographers and casting directors and filmmakers. And also, I photograph for uh, clothing companies. I do um, e-com uh, and uh, some lookbooks. So a whole wide variety of uh, commercial-type photography work. That's very cool. Um, and you have events at uh, Melrose Light Space. What's one of the standout events you've hosted there? Well, one of the coolest ones that we've done a few of is a vegan fashion show. Vegan I read team, about vegan that. fashion pop-up where these vegan fashion designers would come and sort of it was like a, um, you know, like a, like a, you know, market where people could come and 
experience these different vegan fashion brands. There was a vegan makeup company um, that was doing makeovers for people, some vegan activists you could speak to, learn a little bit more about the vegan cause. And they were just wonderful. And we really enjoyed having them here. Yeah, L.A. is one of the major cities leading the charge on vegan fashion. And I, I think I read about that event. I know I've read about vegan fashion events in L.A. over the past year or so. That is very, very cool. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So They're called just, fake, by the way. F they're called a what? Fake. F-A-K-E. And they, if, you, if you just Google fake vegan fashion, you'll find all their information. Oh, that's great to know. I'm going to check that out. Skipping back around to the book, has photographing all of these dogs opened up a desire to continue photographing them for you? Oh, absolutely. In fact, in the beginning, the idea as I continued with the project, I started to, to, to think, wow, wouldn't it be great to do more of these in different cities featuring dogs from perhaps San Francisco or New York or Chicago and, and maybe even take it around the world, you know, in the best case scenario. So I'm always on the lookout for sponsors or partners who might want to be a part of something like that. There are pet mixes everywhere. I think it's a great idea. And if there's anyone listening who also has a heart for these dogs and getting out positive messages about all of the wonderful pit mixes there are in the world, where can people reach out to you? Sure. So they can go to my webpage, which is pitbullheadshots.com. And you can also find me on Instagram, also at pitbullheadshots. And uh, reach me on by uh, email at pitbullheadshots at gmail.com. Perfect. I think it's wonderful to sort of wrap up our interview with a something you said to me that I thought was really important. You thought it was critical to make eye contact with these dogs. And it's in all of the photos. And they're wonderful. Talk about that. Sure. So when the dogs would come in, my studio is a natural light studio. So once we got the dog in position, I would keep shooting until I got a beautiful, nice, sharp image of the dog looking straight in the camera with a big smile. Because they, as they say, the eyes are the window to the soul. Yeah. And I really wanted to make sure that the viewer was making eye contact and really seeing, having that connection that I felt was so important. And it is. I encourage everyone listening to check out the photos of some of these dogs on the Bark and Swagger page. And where can people purchase this book, Peter? Well, it's available on Amazon. Great. And there's a link to the Amazon page on pitbullheadshots.com. And you can also, if you don't like to use Amazon, some people don't, you can also buy it through PayPal, also on, the, on my um, pitbullheadshots.com page. And uh, you don't need a PayPal account. You can use a credit card. And I ship all over the place. I've even had people order it from as far away as Slovenia. Wow. It's yeah. getting around. Yep. That's great. And everyone that purchases, you are contributing towards spreading this message farther and wider, which is a good thing. Mention your social media one more time, Peter. Sure. It's Pitbull Headshots on Instagram. On Twitter, it's Pitbull Head Show One, 
and on and the website is is pitbullheadshots.com email is pitbullheadshots at gmail and i donate at least 10 percent of all sales to the rescues that i mentioned before and right. i also donate books to rescues here in los angeles and all over the country i was just on the east coast in maine and i'm happy to say that all the shelters in mid-coast maine now have the big book of pitbull headshots from Hollywood to show potential adopters. Perfect. Perfect. So once again, the big book of pitbull headshots from Hollywood, Peter Michelena, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great learning more about the book. Jody, thank you. It was great being on your show. And uh, I encourage everybody who is thinking about adopting a dog to give a pitbull a chance. You won't be sorry. Amen to that. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to our producer, Mark Winter, who makes us sound like geniuses. We love you, Mark. My passion is living stylishly in animal rescue. So tune in next time to discover the designers, home decor, styles, and rescue stories I love. And don't forget to visit me at BarkAndSwagger.com, where you'll find great fashion, shelter stories, and more. So until next time, when fierce fashion calls, Bark and Swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.